Hello, what is up guys? Eman from Peso Smart Page here. Welcome sa pinabagong episode. Shout out to all the podcast listeners as well. I appreciate you all. Today, let's review some financial statements. And in this episode, turo na rin sa inyo kung paano nyo makikita or paano nyo pwedeng basahin yung mga financial reports. Kasi experience ko rin when I was new, it was overwhelming. I mean... Meron mo background ng accounting nung college, which is an advantage for me. So, I was kind of familiar na with how assets, liabilities, and equities work. But, it was still a bit overwhelming for me. Kasi medyo mahaba yung mga financial reports. Kahit quarterly reports lang, it will range from around 70 pages to 100 pages na PDF file. So, it, it, it is a lot to, like, absorb and let alone understand. Especially if you're new to stocks, you're new to investing, and you're new to personal finance. So, ngayon, let's try to simplify everything. And, we'll identify yung mga sections or like parts na important na yun yung dapat unyong unan yung tingnan before you buy a stock kasi di ba usually inisip natin laging prices lang yung mahalaga but no it's just it's just one part na tinitingnan natin and yung price naman kasi usually volatile kasi talaga yung prices sa sa stock market and on any given day, it will go up, it will go down. Nobody really knows what will happen. Kahit ano pang technical analysis yung gawin mo, if the market decides to dump, it will dump. Even though yung, for example, yung ginawa mong technical analysis yesterday was ultra bullish na may na, may, may, may naset ka na nag-goal, ah, dito ako take profit. Then the next day, nagkaroon ng bad news. So, the market is spooked and the stock will dump. Anyway, let's move on. So, punta lang kayo sa PSE Edge. You can Google it. Meron link dyan sa description sa baba. And you can just click on that. Then, punta kayo sa company list. Then, dito sa company disclosures, merong tab ng financial reports. Just click on that. Makita nyo na dito lahat ng annual and quarterly reports. Lahat ito recent. So, the most recent one was from Semerara Mining and Power Corporation, which is killing it right now sa kanilang stock prices and of course sa kanilang financials. August 4, kanina, kaninang umaga lang, no? about an hour ago, lang na-post itong quarter report ng SEC. And then, kailangan mo lang mag-click dito ng kahit ano. And then, pagka na-click nyo yun, magkaroon ng pop-up. And then, ito yung pop-up na makikita nyo. Well, hindi pala. Mali. <laughs> hindi pala siyang pop-up. Yeah, mara-route pala kayo dito. I'm sorry about that. So, ang una yung makikita is company information. Then, punta lang kayo sa tab ng company disclosures. Nandito pala mag pop-up. Click nyo yung quarterly report or like kahit ano dito. Yun. Magkakaroon ng pop-up. So, ito yung makikita nyo dun sa quarterly report. And then, sa attachments, pwede kayo mag-select. So, dito kailangan nyo lang i-download ito. Click download. So, kailangan nyo muna i-select yung report na gusto nyo i-download. And usually naman nag-iisa lang yan. So, da-download nyo yan. And then, makukuha nyo na. Or makupunta sa inyong PC or storage yung financial report na PDF file. 
And then, pwede nyo ring i-review dito. Like yung mga mahalaga. Like yung balance sheet, income statement, and yung mga earnings or losses per year. Or per share. Sorry, not per year. And then yan. Yung relevant information yan. Naka-attach na dito sa... It's a disclosure. Yung mismong financial report. Na medyo mahaba. Basahin. But yeah, let's move on to that first. So, kita nyo, diba? 66 pages. So, if you're new, it's it's really kind of dragging to read everything. But, what you can look for is yung kanilang balance sheet, income statement, and cash flow. Meron naman dito ang table of contents. So, makita nyo agad. Una pa lang, yun yung ipapakita nila sa inyo. Consolidated statements of financial position. So, yan. Kita nyo na agad lahat ng assets. Current assets, non-current assets, then liabilities and equity. So, rule of thumb, dapat lahat, yung total assets, dapat equal siya palagi, basic accounting, no? Equal dapat yung total assets sa mga liabilities and equity. So, kung makikita nyo dito, yung current assets, yung total is 47.9 billion. Then, pag in sa 43.4 billion na total non-current assets, ang total niyan is 91.4 billion pesos. Then, punta tayo sa liabilities and equities. Yung current liabilities, total current, nasa 16 billion. Then, total non-current liabilities is nasa 10.2 billion. Tapos, yung total liabilities sila pag pinagsama yung current and non-current is 26.3 billion pesos. Then we have the total equity of the company, 65 billion yan. Pag inad yung 26 and 65 billion, may 91.4 billion pesos. So ganun nag-work yung accounting and yung relation ng assets, liabilities, and equity. So yung equity, capital stock, additional paid in capital, retained earnings. So again, inuulit natin palagi sa channel na yung retained earnings or deficit is ibig sabihin lang yun yung ipon historically ng company. So, kaya siya tinawag na retained earnings sa say earning siya ng company na hindi dinistribute sa mga stockholders. So, dyan din ang gagaling yung mga dividends na binabayad ng company sa mga stockholders. Then, may natin dito yung comprehensive statement ng comprehensive income. So, you can just skim uh, through this. Kasi, again, pagka bago pa lang kayo, Medyo overwhelming kasi di ba ang numbers, ang daming mga unfamiliar na terms. So, sa Semirara, if if we go back sa kanilang, sa nature ng kanilang business, they are a coal and mining and power business. So, naturally, yung revenue sila is nagagaling sa coal and power. So, sobrang laki nung kinita nila. So, if we, if we compare yung first half ng 2022 to 2021, more than double 17 billion yung kanilang revenue sa first half ng 2021. In comparison, sa 2022, nasa 42.3 billion pesos na. So, ang laki niyan. Then, sa quarter lang, second quarter lang, 18.1 billion pesos na agad. Then, in comparison ng 2021, nasa 10.6 billion pesos lang. Then, we have here, cost of sales. Again, coal and power, yung main. Then, kita natin dito yung gross profit. So, gross profit pa lang yan. Minus pa lang yung revenue sa cost of sales. And then, ang dami pang mga ibang income, which is maliit lang naman in comparison dun sa main main source sila ng revenue. And then, may tira natin dito yung income before income tax. 
Then merong provision for for income tax. And then makita natin dito yung net income. So, ibig sabihin, nabayaran na lahat ng kailangan. Bayaran lahat ng expenses, lahat ng, lahat ng overhead, and yung mga tax na kailangan nilang bayaran. So, yung total comprehensive income is 25.8 billion pesos for the first half of 2022. And for this quarter naman, April to June, nasa 10.7 billion pesos. So, one lucky improvement from 2021 to 2022. So, tignan dito yung basic earnings per share. Naging 6 pesos na per share. 6.07 pesos. In comparison, last year na 1.48 lang. Then, after reviewing this, you can go sa cash flow. So, kung saan ba nanggagaling yung cash. So, ito na dito yung cash flows from operating activities. So, yan yung kanilang main operation. Makita nyo lahat ng mga particulars dito. Then, cash flow from investing activities. Cash flow from financing activities. Then may tanatin dito yung cash and cash equivalents at the end of the period. So ito period ng second quarter ng 2022. So nasa 25.6 billion pesos. In comparison ng last year nasa 7.5 billion pesos lang. And after reviewing that, you can you can probably you can probably read through this. And try to understand no, yung mga explanation. Ano bang nangyari nitong second quarter? Ano ba yung plan nila? Nahit ba yung goal nila? Did they kill it? Did, did the company underperform? Ano yung mga naka-apekto dun sa performance ng company? Naapektuhan ba sila ng exchange rate dahil tumaas yung US dollars? Or naapektuhan ba sila ng inflation? Or nakaganda ba sa business nila yung inflation? So, yun yung mga mababasa nyo dito. And then, scroll down kayo sa pinakababa. Sa pinakababa usually, andito yung mga ratios. Kasi ako gusto ko lagi itong tingnan. Yung iba naman, pwede nyo i-compute ng sarili nyo. Like, for example, what do you call this? For example, yung mga EPS... Kasi earnings per share naman, lagi din nilang pinapakita yon Then, PE ratio, price to earnings ratio, PEG ratio, price to book value, yun mga pwede nyo i-compute ng sarili nyo. But yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really convenient na andito yon palagi sa pinakabababa. Na ini-indicate palagi ng mga companies. And yan, yeah, makita nyo dito yung current ratio, quick ratio, debt to equity ratio, ito kinocompute sa against the total liabilities then debt to equity ratio ito mga interest bearing loans lang so yung total debt lang then net debt to equity ratio interest bearing loans asset to equity ratio then yung mga guide dyan sa debt to asset debt to asset uh, ratio usually dapat mga 40 below lang wait wala walang debt to asset dito asset to equity nandito pero mayroong debt to equity. One or below usually yan. So, maganda sila, di ba? 0.41 lang and 0.20. Then, return on assets, 32%. Return on equity, 47%. Interest coverage ratio, 85.74. Then, yung gross profit margin, ang taas niya, no? 72%. Tapos, sa net profit margin nila, 50. Kasi, sa so profitability, saan na ba yan? 
Yan. Yung net profit or net income margin, nasa 5% yung low. So, that's still acceptable na kung ganun yung net profit margin ng company. Kasi, ibig sabihin, kumikita pa rin sila. Then, 10% is average. Tapos, pagka 20% and above ka na, that is high. So, 50% is really high. Kasi, net na to eh. Nakita nyo dito, gross profit 72%. Then, net profit margin nila is 50%. The companies being very efficient and sobrang profitable nila sa period na to. Alright, so para makita natin yung simplified version nun. So, hindi masyado maraming text. Pwede kayong pumunta sa financial reports tab. And then dito, unang yung makikita is yung annual. So, yung sabihin for the period ended ng December 31, 2021. Yan yung financial report nila. Then, pag nag-scroll down kayo sa baba, makita nyo yung most recent na quarterly report. So, andito na lahat din yung figures. So, andito yung balance sheet, income statement. And yung pwede nyo tingnan palagi dito is retained earnings or deficit. Kasi kung negative to, kung nasa retained deficit sila currently for that particular quarter or even year, no? That is sort of a red flag na for the company. Kasi bakit mo bibilin yung, yung stock ng isang company kung hindi sila kumikita for a long time na? Kasi nagkakaroon lang naman ng deficit. Like for example, yung Jollibee nung 2020. Meron silang retained earnings. Meron silang healthy na retained earnings. And then, syempre, nababawasan nyo kasi malaking losses nila nung nag-start yung pandemic. Kasi yung nature, nature ng businesses nila is food, di ba? E nag-lockdown. So, wala silang revenue. Wala silang profit. So, nababawasan yung retained earnings sila every single quarter nung 2020. And nakarecover sila, I think, late 2020 na or early 2021. Doon lang sila naging profitable let nung medyo nagluwag na ulit yung mga lockdowns. And as you can see here sa Semirara, malaki yung kanilang retained earnings, 54.9 billion pesos. Tapos ang laki pa nung nadagdag for this quarter. Kasi 10 billion, 10.7 billion yung kanilang net income. Tapos, may tinyo rin naman dito yung gross revenue, then yung gross expenses, income before tax, and income after taxes. Smite so, nyo rin dito yung mga earnings and losses per share. So, kita nyo na malaking ang improvement ng Semerara from 2021 to 2022. Again, 6.07 yung earnings per share sa first half ng 2022. 1.48 lang last year. Yan ito, lipat naman tayo sa ibang stock. So, Lipanto Consolidated Mining Company. So, unang tingin pa lang annual, meron silang retained deficit. So, ibig sabihin, hindi ganun ka-profitable yung company in, in recent quarters. So, negative 6.4 billion na yung kanilang retained deficit. Then, net loss din sila noong 2021. Nasa 514 million pesos. And for this quarter, they're still, yeah, they're still in losses. So, nadagdagan yung kanilang retained deficit kasi meron silang net loss na 152 million pesos. So, from 6.4, naging 6.7. Kasi nadagdag ito. So, this is an indicator na agad na, hey, am I, is it really smart to buy this stock? It will tell you na, probably not. Kasi, yes, this stock is cheap. Diba? Cents lang, centavos lang. And, kung makita nyo dito, yung chart, medyo nag-high na siya nung March. Then ngayon, sideways na siya nagtitrade. But, 
kung hindi profitable yung company, bakit tataas yung stock prices ng company na to? Diba? Sabi nga ni Warren Buffett na yung stock prices, it will always reflect the status of the company, the performance of the company. Kaya nga, di ba, laging inaabangan ng mga, ng mga day traders, ng mga swing traders, itong earning season. Kasi, kapag, for example, hindi na-hit yung, learn na yung mga blue chip companies, no? Pagka hindi na-hit yung quarterly earnings target, usually, nagda-dump yan ng konti. Pagka naman na-hit nila and they're killing it, sobrang tataas din yung stock prices for that particular trading day. So, if passive investor ka lang naman, like, for example, katulad ko, dividend investor lang ako, I just pesos average dun sa mga trip ko na companies, especially when they're down. So, you don't really care about those, like, events or, well, you still read the financials, but you're not really trading, di ba? Kasi nga, nagpe-pesos average ka lang, passive investing lang. You're just continuously building your, your, what do you call this? Your dividend portfolio. So again, pag negative, pag nasa retain deficit sila, and then ilang quarters na, or sa isang buong taon, no, meron silang net losses, then I would stay away from that stock. That is just my personal opinion and personal analysis ko lang yun. And kumbaga yun yung mga set of rules na I follow. If hindi ko maintain company, I will stay away from that company. Next one, we have Citicore Energy REIT Corporation. So ito, isang real estate investment trust. So, syempre, tinitrade din to sa PSE kasi rate na nga siya. So, profitable naman yung company and yun naman yung main goal ng mga rate eh. Kasi, by, by law, kailangan nila i-distribute, if I remember correctly, 90% of their income, net income, to their stockholders, sa mga rate holders sila. So, this is a relatively safe investment but they were also hit nung nung nag-pandemic kasi 'di ba mga offices mga mga office spaces yung hinahandle nito mga ganitong corporations mga buildings 'di ba mga commercial buildings syempre meron din mga condominiums na residential but malaki kasi contributor yung mga companies na nagde-rent 'di ba ng office space like for example mga foreign companies and then, hindi sila mga pag-operate kasi nga naka-lockdown so lahat nagwo-work from home lang So, nagtitake ng hit yung mga ganitong klaseng companies. But, again, it's relatively safe kasi it's real estate and everyone, di ba? Everyone needs a home. Everyone needs an apartment. Everyone needs a condominium to live in. And then, yung mga companies nga din, they need offices for for them to operate. So, kita nyo dito. Kumikita naman sila. Meron silang retained earnings. And ito hindi naman to sobrang magbabalun. Kasi nga, nakalagayin sa, ano, sa batas na kailangan nilang i-distribute palagi yung malaking portion ng kanilang income to their stockholders. Or we can say rate holders. Kasi hindi naman siya necessarily stock. And we have Wilcon Depot. So, ito kita natin. 7.9 billion pesos yung kanilang retained earnings last year. This year, naging 8.9 billion pesos. Ibig sabihin, kumita sila. Kumita sila ng 1.3 billion pesos. Again, that is pretty good. Again, ito, mga basic stuff lang to na you can check. Parang first glance lang no, na, ah, okay, nagustuhan ko tong company na to or may nag-recommend nito sa akin. Kumikita ba sila? Okay, punta ko financial report. 
ay may ano, may retain deficit. Uh, sige, ayo ayo nito sa stock na to. Kasi baka baka mag-halt yung trading, baka hindi nila mababawi yung 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 mga losses nila currently and of course you can you can dive deeper naman you can always go to the company disclosures and again para makita yung explanation di ba ano ba nangyari sa company ba't hindi tayo kumikita ano bang plano in the next quarter ano ba yung ilan natin mahit na goals para kumita ulit tayo di ba the next one conception i owned this stock previously but i sold it kasi at some point tong 2021 at one point I owned more than 30 stocks which is not very efficient especially kapag ka dividend investor ka kasi sobrang kalat no walang volume yung yung mga stocks na hinahawakan mo so that's why I just stick with 3 to 5 stocks that I really like that I'm confident na it will last for a very long time kasi maganda na rin naman yung track record nila and consistent mga consistent sila nagbibigay ng mga dividends So, yun. Nag-switch ako doon kasi yun, binenta ko yung majority ng mga stock holdings ko and then I just switched to those 3 to 5 stocks that I really like. So, yun. Conception. Ito pala. So, you sh- minsan, may mga ganitong companies na yung currency and units, naglalagay sila ng 8,000 and PHP. So, normally, Philippine peso naman yung mga figures dito. So, ibig sabihin ng 8,000, So, itong figure na to, for example, diba, pagbabasahin natin to, as it is, 12.3 million pesos. But, ang sabi dito, in thousand. So, dadagdag tayo ng three zeros or mumultiply natin to sa 1,000. So, ibig sabihin lang, itong 12.3 million is actually 12.3 billion pesos. Hindi lang nila nilalagay dito lahat kasi minsan medyo overwhelming din basahin or nakakalito basahin, diba? <laughs> so, ginagawa nila to. Yan. Para lang hindi tayo malito. Lagi nyo check itong currency and units if applicable. So, same thing dito sa quarterly report nila. In thousands PHP. So, yung retained earnings nila, 3.7 billion pesos. So, again, add ng 3 zeros. Then, kung nilang net income after taxes, 233.12 million pesos. Add ng 3 zeros. Okay. So, hopefully, that is clear. Kasi minsan doon nagkakalituhan. And previously, I was accused of being biased sa, <laughs> sa IBS-IBN. Kasi, well, it's publicly known naman na I, I like GMA7 stocks. Then, I, I posted a video before of IBS-IBN's financial reports. And then, they're saying na million lang. Puntahan natin. <laughs> it's, it's just funny. Kasi... They, they, they don't wanna like try to understand or hindi sila marunong bumasa ng financial reports and they're accusing me of like <laughs> like lying about the financial report I mean it's all public so yan diba in thousands is ito so I was highlighting itong retained earnings sila so meron pa silang 8.6 billion so they're insisting na 8.6 million lang ba <laughs> And then, syempre, nagalagi din ako ng mga, what they call this, ng mga net losses after taxes. So, ito, they're insisting na 5.6 million lang. But in reality, it's 5.6 billion. I mean, common sense lang din naman minsan. Like, a company as big as ABS-CBN, like, 
yung assets sila is 13.1 million lang, di ba? And again, nakalagay dito in thousand. So, this is 13.1 billion. Total assets, 52.5 billion. Alright, so, yeah, just, just wanted to go back to that funny story. So, next one, we have Mabuhay. So, yan, di ba? Meron na tayong mga variety ng mga companies na nakita natin na hindi ganun kaganda yung naging performance sila. So, ito, as it is to, 558 million pesos yung kanilang retained deficit. This quarter, ni pa rin sila kumikita. Unfortunately. So, nadagdagan yun. Retained deficit nila currently is 597. Yeah, 597 million pesos. So, net loss sila sa quarter na to is 4.9 million pesos. Again, as it is to binabasa. And we have Premium Leisure Corp. So, ito ni sila nagbagi ng thousands. So, as it is lang nila gustong ipabasa sa atin. So, 2.5 billion. Then, for the quarterly report, 1.8 billion pesos na lang. Nagbigay sila ng dividends, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they did. Kaya nabukasan yung financial, well, yung retained earnings. Then, net income nila for this quarter, 538. 0.5 billion pesos. And hopefully guys na you're, you're following, hindi tayo masyado mabilis. And we're just skimming through these companies lang naman. Para lang din ma-familiarize no, yung, yung sarili nyo sa mga ganitong setting, sa mga ganitong figures and what you can expect no, sa mga different companies. Ito, URC. It's, I think nasa PSEA ito. I'm not. I, I need to confirm that. But yeah. This is one of the bigger companies here in the Philippines. So yeah, yeah, this is in the PSEI, definitely. Lakay nung market cap nila. 271.9 billion pesos. And current EPO nila, 88.9 billion. Naragdagan yan. Hindi. Nag-base sila ng dividends. 87 na lang kasi. Yan, nag-base sila ng dividends. Dalawang beses na nitong 2022. So isang 1.5, then isang 1.95. Parehong March 30, 2022 yung ex-dividend date. So, last year nag-bigay din sila ng August. So, I think people are expecting that to happen or i-announce na anytime soon. But, yeah, we'll see. We just have to wait. If i-approve yan ng board of directors, then bibigay ulit sila ng dividends. And then, they will dip in dito sa kanilang retained earnings na malaki naman. So, dito, di ba, walang nakalagay. So, assetist mo siya babasahin. Then, dito, naglagay sila ng thousands. So, dadagdag ka lang again ng 3 zeros. So, ito may 87.5 billion pesos. So, laki ng gross rev nila, but ang laki din ng gross expenses. So, ang naging net income lang ng company is 2.9 billion pesos. But, you know, high revenue. It's good. The force, since fast moving consumer goods yung main business or like main products ng URC, So, medyo malaki din yung kanilang gross expenses. Then, we have Bogo Medellin Melding Company. Currently, they're in a 35.9 million hole. Oh, nice. So, nakabawi na sila ng konti. So, rating deficit from 35 in thousands. Naging, naging 131.9 million. Bakit? 17... Huh. This is for 2021. Ah, September pa lang kasi ito. Ba't ganun? Ah, fiscal. Huh. Weird. 
Yun lang ako naka-encounter ng ganito. Nang the end of year yung report. But anyway. That's why medyo confusing yung naging parang transition. Kasi 35 billion na yung deficit dito. Then pag-jump ng second quarter ng 20. Oh, hindi, 2021 lang din pala. Hindi pala to 2022. <laughs> okay, I'm confused. So yan. Kailangan nyo rin palang i-recheck. No? So yan, kita nyo yung pagkakamali ko. Diba? Hindi ko sinacheck yung dates. So I'm just assuming na ito end of 2021. Then, ito is end of uh, second quarter ng 2022. So, kailangan nyo i-check yun. So, kaya ako nalito, di ba? <laughs> anyway, let's just skip this one. I mean, you won't really want to buy this stock anyway. So, yan. We have BDO Unibank. I'm not sure if this is the biggest bank in the Philippines, but pro- yeah, definitely one of the biggest. If not, the biggest So, online yung market cap niya, di ba? 514.5 billion pesos. Are they earning money? Of course, they are. <laughs> they are a bank. So, in my opinion, it's one of the easiest business models out there. Although, of course, hindi lahat pwede magtayo ng bank, di ba? But, their main business is lending people money. And then, those people na nag-take up ng loan sa kanila, they're paying the bank interest. So, they're not actually risking that much. Kasi, like for example, sa panag-loan ka ng, ng kotse, I mean, it's it's theirs until mabayaran mo in full yung, yung kotse, di ba? So, if you miss like a couple of months of payment, then it will be repossessed by the bank. So, again, that's why I'm not really into stocks na, you know, nasa banking industry. Kasi I'm not really a big fan of how their business work. <laughs> anyway. Again, personal preference ko lang yun. I mean, if, if you own BDO, BDO stocks, then good for you. If you if you think na it's good to hold, then yeah, kanya-kanya lang tayo ng preference. But yeah. So, businesses booming for BDO This is in millions, no? So, idadagdag natin dito is six zeros. So, nasa trillion na sila. <laughs> Holy shit. This is a big company. So, retained earnings sila. Ito, billion pa rin naman. So, nasa 265 billion pesos yung kanilang retained earnings. But, look at the assets, bro. <laughs> 3.8 trillion pesos. I mean, I can't even imagine that kind of money. I mean, hindi naman siya cash lang lahat, no? It's total assets. So, iba't iba yan. May cash, may mga, may mga equipment, may mga properties. So, yeah. But, yeah, to think of like 3.8 trillion pesos. Holy shit. So, net income nila after taxes, this is 12.2 billion pesos. So, it's doing really well. And in comparison nung 2021, nasa 21.4 billion pesos lang nila. And this year so far, nasa 24 billion pesos na. Okay, so ito na yung last company natin kasi sobrang humahaba ng episode na check natin yung financial reports, Metro Bank. So again, one of the biggest or bigger companies here in the Philippines. So bank again, di ba? So this is in millions. So tama naman, December 31, 2021. Jump na tayo guys sa quarterly report, June 30, 2022. So this is in millions. So total assets nila is 2.2. 6 trillion pesos. <laughs> so, kita nyo, di ba, yung 
yung mga banks they're really thriving like I, I think anywhere naman in the world kasi again if you need if you need financing then sa banko tayo pupunta diba and again opinion ko lang it's one of the easier business models out there <laughs> so retained earnings sila currently is 161 billion pesos then gross rev again diba konti lang expense sila comparison sa ano diba sa URC ang laki ng expenses nila tas malaki din yung gross rev pero dito ang laki ng gross rev mababa lang ng gross expenses So, nasa 27.4 billion pesos gross revenue, 14.5 billion pesos lang gross expenses. Then, ito yung net income nila before taxes. After taxes, nasa 7.7 billion pesos yung kanilang kinita. And so far then mas malaki yung kanilang income or net income for 2022 in comparison to 2021. So, so there you have it guys. Hopefully, this video helped you out. End na natin episode here. And kung natripan mo yung content ko, give this video a thumbs up. And if hindi naman, give this video a thumbs down. If bago ka sa channel ko, click the subscribe button and ring the notification bell para wala ka mess out sa mga uploads ko every single day. You may follow me sa mga social media platforms ko. I'm on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at mnpsph. You may support the channel by becoming a YouTube member. Merong link dyan sa description sa baba. And alternatively, you can support the channel by using my affiliate links if may bibilin kayo sa Shopee or sa Lazada. Thanks again for watching and listening everyone. Stay safe. I'll see you all in the next episode. Always remember, be peso smart.